Welcome everybody to another episode of All Comic Interviews. We are uh, all over the world, you know, Ireland, America, and now we are here in, oh crap, I think we're in Spain. Are we in Spain or Portuguese? Portugal? Jesus Christ, we are in Portugal. Don't ever say that again. <laughs> I knew that would get oh, you. I knew that would God, get you. This is over. This is over. Let's... <laughs> what if I said, uh, go Barcelona? Does that help? Nah, I'm fine with Barcelona. <laughs> Just... <laughs> uh, they just won Portugal. the champion. They just won the Champions League, right? So you gotta, you gotta cheer for them. Yeah, yeah. It is, but I, I'm, it's, it's Portugal. Let's go. I know. I, I just figured I'd mess with you. <laughs> um, I am here with Andre. Andre, can you say your full name for everybody? Because I will butcher the crap out of it. Yes, everybody is afraid of my name. It's pretty simple. It's an Andre Limaruj. If you want in Portuguese, okay. There you go. I will not try to say that, uh, as everybody knows. <laughs> I'm terrible with names. Um, I just want to, I want to jump right in, buddy. Um, you know, thanks for being here. Thanks for taking the time. I know our, our you know, the, the time zones are a little screwed up. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I guess, uh, we'll just start with a little story on my side. I, I first saw your work. I think it was, it must've been Avengers AI. There might've been something before that, but I can't remember. And for those that haven't read Avengers AI, uh, it's a absolutely great book cut too short. Uh, I think there's only 12 issues. Uh, written by uh, oh. Sam Humphreys. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely check that out. I love that book. Uh, but you and I, you and I started chatting because of that, um, and I think it was actually during the the first couple of issues, and we started talking about a little book called Man Plus, uh, which is your your baby, your creator owned uh, series. Yeah. Uh, how long have you been working on that series? Okay, so first of all, thank you very much for having me here. I really appreciate it. I I've been enjoying your website and the stuff that you put on Twitter and so forth since we met on that interview that you were mentioning. It was regarding Avengers AI indeed. Uh, we talked about Man Plus and the thing is this, the background story on Man Plus is the following. I always wanted to do a cyberpunk type story and when I was uh, finishing my, how do you say university? Is that yep. university graduation? Yep. On architecture, I did a master thesis, and I was studying. Uh, at the time, the idea was instead of looking at architecture as an object, like a sculpture, we would look at it like an instrument, as a tool. So the basic idea, premise of the the master thesis was architecture as an extension of man, and it was based on the idea of technology as an extension of man, not an external tool but something like an arm that we have and so forth. So I wanted to do a cyberpunk story. And before that, I was in college, so I didn't have a lot of time to, to work on that, But uh, on comics. But um, when I was working on the master thesis, I, I thought that I had my central concept because I read a lot of stuff about that and I thought I felt comfortable going forward with the story. And since then, I wanted to, to do it. But at the time, I felt that I didn't... We are talking about... 2009 but I didn't have the I couldn't draw properly but it's man plus is tied with the, my beginning in comics as a, as a career because I after that I tried because I couldn't find a job as an architect and I always loved comics I thought I'm going to give it a go and try to find a job in comics and as I moved forward and showed samples to editors and so forth it came to a point in 2012, and I had already worked as a, as an architect for a year, and I got without a job again. And I, but I was already really 
geared toward comics, there was a point where I decided to go forward with Men Plus and I drew a sample, uh, 10 pages, that was supposed to be the beginning of the story. It was supposed to be 100 pages, something like that. And I drew 10 pages. And that story gave me two things. First of all, the, uh, Titan Comics became interested in publishing the story. And Marvel, with uh, whom I was in, in, con in contact already, became immediately interested in working with me as well. So after that point, what happened was that Titan wasn't ready to publish comics at that moment. It would take them a couple of years, no, one year to do, begin publishing comics. So I began working with Marvel. And uh, once Titan was ready, I was already working full-time for Marvel. And I couldn't do it. And then we had to come to a point where I just said, Marvel, listen, I need to stop here for a few months in order to do my book because I really want to do that. They were very understanding and allowed me to do that. And uh, so Metaplus was has been in the background for that long. I have been working always on it, but uh, I wrote and drew a first 10 pages of a first version in 2012. And then uh, once I got in touch with Titan, I decided to, once we decided to move forward with the comic, I decided that all that I'd done was not on with the quality that I wanted anymore. So I decided to to rework it completely. So I wrote something completely new and I drew something completely new based on same same things, of course. You know, I was just looking at our, our original interview that we were talking about there uh, back in uh, January of 2014, I believe. Yeah. And as you're, mm -hmm. as you're discussing, um, you know, how you've changed the book and whatever, I, I, I saw that we had a, a Man Plus uh, promo image, I guess. And it says, coming in 2012... Uh, but it's got a, you know the characters look a little bit different. Um, yeah, it, it, it's, all, it's all to belong to the first version, and I I did that coming in 2012 because sorry to cut you in just to explain because that image might pop up from time to time. And uh, what I wanted was I didn't have a job in architecture, I didn't have a job in comics, and I really wanted to do comics at that point. So I said, we can swear on this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go go for it, man. Go crazy. Yeah. I said, fuck it, I'm going to do this comic and I'm going to put it online and I don't give a fuck anymore because I need to put something out there. And I was constantly working on samples and I said, let's go with it. So I put that thing and I was decided to make that comic and make it available online just like that. So that's why it says 2012. But the moment I did that, people become interested because they saw I showed the samples to, to an editor on Titan. Yeah, I mean, I remember looking at it and this this is probably the first time that I, that I heard about it. <laughs> And yeah, like the, the work that you did there, I, I know you said it wasn't up to your, your standards and that you reworked it, but I mean, it's some, it's some fucking crazy good work there. And I, I, okay. I, I was immediately like, man, when am I going to get this? Like, I, I remember I was bugging you like almost every week, like any mm -hmm. news, any news, what's going on? Um, no, yeah, the work, what I mean is, I think that's, it's, it's good enough. I mean, the work that I did for that first thing was the thing that made me work for Marvel. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's at least that good. Uh, what I mean is that the thing, there, there was a spark when I started doing those pages for me because it was a moment where I found my style. I had already almost done it with another story that I did with anthropomorphic uh, characters to that um, actually I just posted a picture on Twitter about it because I'm getting back to it. On, on the background as I work on, on Spider-Verse, I'm working on the background on, always on something created around, so now I'm back on that anthropomorphic thing. 
And I almost got to it, but for Manplus, I wanted to do it a bit more like a manga, so I needed to ink it. And the anthropomorphic story, fantasy story, I was doing in pencils. And uh, uh, when I, the question was finding the right nib, you know, finding the right tool is there, there are a lot of jokes about artists that always, are always saying, I haven't found the right pen yet. There is one very famous cartoon that shows a grave and there's a name of an artist and then say, says, he never found the right pen because <laughs> there's always that struggle. And I wanted it to look particularly like Akira and Ghost in the Shell. Those are the, the things that I wanted it to look like. And I, and I wanted to draw like that. But I hadn't found the right pen. There we go. <laughs> so I found the nibs that were thin enough to do the details that I wanted. And I, I drew, I remember, it's the characters from, from the poster that you said. I just drew those and I immediately I knew this, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is what I want my books to look like. And I've drawn like that ever since. But Man Plus was the first experience. And it was, uh, you change a lot when you draw a lot. And I was drawing a lot for Marvel. And I was evolving, I felt. And I just felt that I could do better now than I could then. And um, that's why I decided to, to just redo and forget that thing, the first version. Is, did that first version make it out onto the internet at all? Or is that something that you want to like collect in the inevitable first trade, just as kind of like a bonus material? No. It's, it's on my, my DeviantArt page, which I, I haven't updated for a long, long time. It's kind of abandoned now, unfortunately, no time. I wanted to keep wanting to meaning to get back to it, but it's there and it's on my Tumblr page too. It's, if you search on my Tumblr, you can find it there. I'm pretty sure. It's. It, I don't know if it's going to be collected or not. Eventually, I'd like to. We are planning a lot of extras for for the the collection. We have extras in every issue. So far, we haven't talked about collecting that in print. Probably, I'd like. I don't know if, if that will ever make it because it's 10 pages, so it's a lot of content anyway. Yeah. But um, it's available online. I have it on my Tumblr page, at least, and on my DeviantArt, too. I'll, I'll make sure I put those links up on the page for anybody that's uh, interested in tracking that down. Um, what, uh, you know, you said you, you went and changed uh, a Man Plus and kind of adapted it and rewrote some stuff, and um, mm -hmm. now that you're with Titan... Do you have like a large plan ahead of you or are you just kind of trying to work, you know, like an arc at a time? Hey, let's do five issues, see how it goes and then come back to it. Like, are you writing your story like that? How is your, what's your plan for Man Plus? Yeah, definitely. That's the plan for Man Plus. You know, it's, it's a one thing that it's like, um, it's a closed story arcs. Definitely. There is, Man Plus would never be in my mind an ongoing series, for example. Mm -hmm. It's something that I can come to and work for for issues, which is the first uh, volume. It's four issues long, 22 pages each one, so 88 pages of comics. And uh, I can see myself, and I have a plan, for example, for a follow-up story, it pretty much uh, done in my mind. I know almost everything that happens. Um, that has probably... I'm still not sure because I haven't planned it, but at least six issues, most likely eight issues, if we decide to move forward. For now, it's nothing set, but I have an idea for a sequel that it's that long. But that's it, you know, it doesn't go on and on and on. It's, uh, my idea for this one is just go in, do your thing, and move out. Uh, are, the, are all four issues already done, and now we're just waiting for the printing process to happen? 
No, absolutely. I've done this. Uh, actually, Spider-Verse, for example, that I'm working now, I did it much later. than I, I've done Man Plus, all issues, in the second half of 2014. And then I've worked on Inhuman, that is already out there for a long time. Spider-Verse, already two issues out as well. And Man Plus is yet to come. It's, uh, it's just the process at, at Titan and the timing of publishing that they, they decided. I wanted it as soon as possible, but it's coming when it's coming. But it's all done, so it's just the coloring that is done by Arcia Rosgar. He's a great artist too, he's collaborating with me. Great guy. And he's, he's done three issues, so we just have one left to, uh, to color. It's all lateral, so it's it's just we are working now on the on collecting extra material. I'm working with my editor, this Tom Williams. He's also the letterer. I'm working with him just in the extra stuff we are collecting. I, I have a lot of stuff that doesn't go in the story. For example, I had an idea that was to add notes in the end, explaining certain things, nothing related to the story. Of course, the story is what is on the pages, and that's it. Not explaining the story, but certain bits, you know, certain curiosities about the story, background on the characters, on the world itself. I have a lot of stuff. There's a little bit of it in each issue. And, uh, but it's all done. Right now we're just doing small bits and putting the stuff together. But uh, I've heard just last week the first issue has gone to print. Well, it's gotta, that's got to feel good after working on it for so long. Oh, it feels amazing, particularly because... With Marvel, you know, it's so the schedules are so tight. You just do something, then someone comes along and do the colors, and that thing is sent to print, and it's out there right away. And you just are just there doing your thing, you know, just drawing. That's it. For Man Plus, I mean, I wrote it, I drew it, I I did the half tones, you know, the, those gray tones for it. Now I just keep up with the lettering. Uh, trying to giving notes on lettering and things like that, on coloring. I I working on the, the extra stuff, working with the guy that is designing the book, you know, giving notes on that. All of that, all the pro going along with all the process. It's exhausting, but it's very very rewarding, and it's the way that I love to do things. And it's great. Just sending Tom sent me that message, my editor, just saying it's gone to print, and you know, it's just we're we're both very happy because we're both being working very hard on it. I, for me, again, I'm, I'm still looking at the old stuff. I mean, I, I read the issue today at work because why work mm -hmm. when I can read something awesome? Um, so first of and course. foremost, um, the first issue is amazing. Um, it's Thank it, you. The, the, the build-up for how long, you know, it felt like I've waited for this issue. Totally worth it, man. It was really, really good. Um, I am curious. Uh, I know you said you wanted to – I mean, you can see there's the Akira kind of ghost in the mm -hmm. shell kind of um, – um, I don't know uh, what's the word I'm looking for. Right. Yeah, kind of the vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, those are both classics and just amazing. So yeah, obviously that's awesome. Uh, did you what? What made you decide to get it colored? Like you, you know, the original one was supposed to be black and white with kind of the gray tones, and now in this one, you're you know, you've gone full color. Was that uh, mm -hmm. an editor an editorial choice? Did you just change your mind? You know, after you drawn everything, and you're like, hmm, I wonder, you know, let's do color in this. How did that come about? No, the, the the original idea was always to be in black and white. And to be perfectly honest, the decision was purely uh, for practical reasons that colored comics sell more than black and white comics. And it's as simple as that, really. The, the, it was uh, proposed to me by my editor. 
at the time it was Steve White. And let me just give a word for Steve White because Steve White is, a, is a, an editor of on uh, Titan Comics. He is the he's not the editor of Men Plus. That's Tom Williams, but he's he's always keep up with the the process of the book and keep up with the the stuff. And sometimes we talk a little bit. And just the same way that Marvel chose to publish to work with me when I had nothing published, Steve saw a bunch of my creator own stuff at the time in the same situation. It was it was all about the same time. And he also chose, he just gave me the, the chance. I had four stories in my, in a portfolio, created on stuff. And he just said, listen, Titan is interested in whatever it is that you want to go for uh, based on what you have here. So I could choose any of those stories. He just gave me total freedom to go ahead. And he, he trusted me a lot. And uh, then he proposed that book, uh, uh, Titan Comics. It was, of course, as, as an editor, he had to, to go through that process. And he said to me, listen, realistically speaking, just Walking Dead is the only comic that's a bestseller and is black and white. We are in business of making money, so we need to sell as much as we possibly can. I can go back and propose this as a black and white comic, but they would prefer, and I prefer as well, that this was color. And I considered for a little bit and I asked, listen, there is no other way that this can be black and white. And he said that he could try, but it would be uh, uh, something that was a bit of a problem, you know, for them because it would sell less and it was going to be less of a, an interesting deal for them. And I, so I decided to simply to go yes, but with one condition that I would get to choose who's coloring and that I would get the final approval on that and on all the art, all of those things. And uh, so they gave me that, and I immediately chose Arcia because he's a guy that I've worked before, and I knew that he would get what he had to do. And he really got it right. You know, it was as perfect as possibly can what I asked him to do, which was simple colors. You're going to work with my off tones because they are still there. If you take the colors out, and I've done that for the preview pages that are out there already, you know, I chose the different steps. I chose the pencils, inks, off-tones, and colors. And you can see all of that on my Tumblr page as well. I put it on Twitter and on Instagram. You can see that the off-tones are there, and the colors are over there. And it follows the, the shadowing that I give, the lighting, the, the way that I push something to the foreground or to the background. So it's, it's really uh, something that I enjoyed, even if I didn't want it at first. When the, we got to an agreement that I would get to, to choose the person who is coloring, and uh, I got this to I got Arcia to do this, and he has been absolutely perfect on it, on every way, the style, the the way that it is done, it's just everything that I wanted it to be. Uh, it's it's definitely a, a hell of a job um, for sure, yeah. um, and you can you can see how it kind of plays off, you know, the the shading and such that, sh that you've already put on the page. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it, it really does kind of add that cherry to the, uh, you know, to the proverbial ice cream, um, to the sundae, whatever. Um, and it looks good. I, I, I can understand from Titan's perspective um, mm -hmm. about the black and white. Yeah, Titan. I understood it perfectly, too. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It, I, I think it'd be cool. Um, you know, obviously, I don't know how much control there is of that. But like, 
if there's eventually like a like a Japanese edition or something, if you guys went black and white, because Manga works so well over there, and I think I think that would just be a cool kind of little twist on it. But that's just me. Oh, I absolutely, I absolutely love to have a black and white edition as well. You know, I come to they asked it for practical reasons. I understood them, like you said, it's perfectly understandable. I'm a practical guy as well, so there would be no problems with me with that. And as long as I could get the colors that I wanted, and I got it. You know, it's two for me. It's two valid ways of this book existing, either in black and white or with RC color. There was no other chance for me of this thing happening. So I got each one of them works for me. I think they represent both well the um, the vision that I had for for the book. So they are both one hundred percent valid. And I, I would absolutely love to one day if this thing sells well and if people want it to have a black and white version out there i would love that i would be all over that for sure um did you already have like a color palette in mind when they said hey you know we're gonna go with your coloring guy that's cool mm-hmm. did you already have like uh, obviously i mean to color it yourself would probably be a hell of an undertaking uh, on top of everything else you're already doing with it um, so oh, yeah, it would be impossible. You already had like character uh, cards or whatever, like character. Um, so there's a word. I'm, it's, my brain's not working today. I need more coffee. Um, you already had like characters, <laughs> your characters drawn yeah, up. The and, colors for the characters and schemes. You're talking about there you go. colors schemes. for characters. Yes. Designs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I designed for the characters. I designed everything and I color them. And you will have, to, you will get to see. You probably saw that on the back of the issue. You have some character designs yep. there on the extras, you know, and those colors I did, yeah, I chose the color schemes for that, and you will have designs um, in the extras for issues two and three, at least, uh, for everything that is a main character or a main, there are other surprises that I won't spoil now, but everything that is in the book and I designed, everything that is one of the main characters or something like that, or a main suit that a character is using, I designed it and I colored it and I sent it to them. Now, the specific um, vibe of the book, if you want to call it like that, the mood, the, the color palette and those things, color schemes, I just, I, I choose Arcia because I knew we had worked before, not in anything published, but on a couple, on a, he colored the creative own comic for me and I did a couple of drawings for him. You know, we did an art exchange I met him on DeviantArt, and uh, I knew that he had worked with Steve Olive. And he, for those who don't know, Steve Olive is the guy that's colored Akira. So as I said before, I was going for this Japanese manga vibe look with a black and white thing going on with off-tones. So I thought, if I really want to do the off-tones uh, the same way, which was other condition that I asked Titan to, if we are going to color it, I'm going to do the off-tones as well. And I wanted to do the off-tones as well. So coloring, instead of replacing the off-tones, was just an added step. And it needed to come with that extra care that there's already something there that needs to be respected in terms of uh, lighting and so forth. And uh, Steve Olive is the guy that colored Akira. So I thought, if I'm going for a Japanese vibe, on, for a manga kind of book, in terms of looks, in terms of style at least, uh, might as well do the same thing with the colors. So I, I knew that RC had worked with him, with Steve Olive, and I said, listen, can you, do you want to color Man Plus? I was thinking on something like we see on Akira. Why? Because he works on top of Katsuhiro Otomo 
uh, art that he did that had already the half tones and um, he used very simple colors flat colors with little stuff on top of it you know no textures and anything like that I would be bringing all of that with the line work and the off tones and uh, that was, I just asked Arcia to do it like that you know keep it simple keep it like Steve Olive did and uh, that's all that I'm asking for and here are designs with the colors and it just you know we didn't even have to do I had an idea to do a test page just to you know to, to, to give him some notes talking more like this more like that but he just went for the pages he just did it and that's it man it's he hit it 100% right from the back uh, I just uh, just just kind of scrolling through it now and yeah like it it just works man it just looks really 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 good um, the more I look at it the more I want more <laughs> um, <laughs> For those that, uh, I mean, this will go live on not this coming Monday, but the following Monday. Uh, when can they expect uh, Man Plus number one out? Okay, number one is July 8th. Okay, next month. So it's, uh, yeah, next month we are recording this on the 11 or 12th, right? So yep, it's a little over a month, 12th, a little over a month from now. This podcast is next Monday, you said? Uh, it'll be on, uh, not, not, not this coming up Monday, but the Monday after. So whatever that is. Okay. So it will be a kind of a couple of weeks after that, July 8th. Yeah. It's the first issue. And the second issue is uh, August 12th. If I'm not mistaken, it, uh, the preview came out this week as well. And for, um, uh, I mean, there's so many publishers out there. It's hard for me to keep track, but, uh, is Titan is also available on, uh, Comixology. Yeah, I believe so. You believe so? Okay, so you're you're going you're getting the print version and a digital version. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, the digital version. I remember seeing it on posters as well. It's I think that they are on on Comicsology as well. Yeah, there is a digital version of the book as well. There's two versions of it. Okay, just just you know everybody covers all their bases here. Yeah, um, yeah, of course, of course. When uh, you know, even when we first started talking about this back when you were doing Avengers AI, uh, mm-hmm. obviously this idea was in your head for a lot longer. Um, I mean, now all I can think of is how perfect were you for Avengers AI as far as the artist goes when you have this kind of story in the back of your mind. Um, but is there is there anything yeah. that, you know, working with uh, Sam Humphreys and working in that world that uh, of, like, you know, all the kind of artificial intelligence Avengers, um, is there any of that that you feel might have, you know, influenced you a little bit when you went and, you know, added more stuff to your story? Like, did you know, did you take any kind of... Um, I don't not not necessarily ideas. Yeah, inspiration. But, uh, yeah, inspiration. I, yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand what you say. No, not really, because two reasons for that. First of all, um, Sam thinks very differently from what I think. So he read different things that I've read. You know, we came to the the same subject: artificial artificial intelligence and technology and things like that, and technology. Uh, mixed with, with humans and with, uh, with organic beings and so forth. But we came th- through different paths. So what was on our background? You read different stuff that I read. I read works of, by the way, in the first issue, it's there a, a quote from John McHale, which is a British, I think he's British. I'm not sure if he's British or American right now, but, but he's an artist from the 40s, 50s and 60s and so forth. And he wrote a book called The Future of the Future. And the, the expression man plus 
comes from that book that I read for my master thesis, and some uh, read other things for for Avengers AI, and then he writes it completely completely different that I would ever write, and he developed the story in a completely different way. I never write uh, anything like that. So there's that. There's a striking difference between both of us, and I think that's why we had so much fun because we sometimes we had just so we were so different in some things that he asked for something and I would come up with something that was not at all what he was thinking and he would go with it and so forth. And you say that it looks like I was perfect for the book. I don't know. I think that both me and Sam, we made that book perfect for us more than the book being perfect to begin with. You know, we shaped, we did so many crazy shit in that book that I don't know. I think it's completely different from the other stuff from, from Marvel. It's really... It's a superhero story, but it has so many crazy concepts and things going on that particularly through the to in the last couple of issues and there is a, I'm just I'm remembering now things that Sam wrote with uh, Monica Chang for example and the visions that she had and uh, there was a story with a parrot and that had beats it's an old legend it had bits of the, I don't know if it was 11th century, something like that, medieval bits of a story that she was telling or recording in an issue. And then in the same, a couple of issues later, we were just doing something in space with Galactus, and Galactus was a bomb that the main villain, Demetrius, which was an artificial intelligence, <laughs> was going to blow up against something called the Golden Knot. I mean, so many crazy stuff that we just went with it, and it was... It's it's a, an universe apart from what Man Plus is. It's completely different. It's nothing to do. Okay. So I, no, not really so much taking from it, other than an extremely good time with Sam. I I just wanted to kind of cover that. I mean, like I said, I, you've been working on Man Plus so much longer, but I, I know for me, there's a lot of people that'll immediately draw that kind of connection between those mm-hmm. two books. So I just wanted yeah, to, yeah, yeah. to hear your side and whatnot. Um, I I totally agree that you and Sam, you know, really made that book special uh i know for me uh, at the time i think it was one of the best that marvel was putting out uh easily oh thanks um i i fucking i love that man i i went so far as to uh i bought a couple of friends some issues and tried to get you know try mm-hmm. to get them on and everything and oh that's amazing man. When, when i heard it was ending at 12 I, I was devastated you know but i mean i guess we still got the trades and it'll it'll live on forever yeah. and that um as far as uh you know you you kind of got your your big start i guess um at a big two company uh, mm-hmm. As opposed to you know say starting on Man Plus publishing it and yeah. then going up, um, is there a big striking difference? I mean, obviously the freedom between like your own book and a and a Marvel universe where the characters have history is not going to be there. But as far as like when you and Sam were working on Avengers AI and even with uh, Spider Verse right now, um, how much freedom do you really get as an artist to kind of let your mind go and and just go crazy, if at all? Yeah, yeah, no, yes, there's an enormous difference because simply the main difference um, begins right away in the fact that I don't, I'm not writing my uh, Marvel things. So right from the bat, I'm working on top of something that is not mine. And from that point onwards, doesn't matter what what happens, it will always be different, completely different from my own comics. I was saying uh, just moments ago that Sam wrote something that's completely different from whatever I've ever write for Avengers AI. If I had the chance to write the book, for example, 
so that's a difference right away. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I, I mean more in the sense of, um, you know, how you... With the editors and things. No, just in your, in your drawing, in, in the, way, the way you approach something. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're like, hey, I want to draw this character, you know, and kind of tweak them a little bit and do this and that, do you get that same kind of, a, like, do you get any kind of freedom to kind of let yourself, you know, just to go free reign and just draw how you want to draw based on the script as opposed to, okay, well, this is what this character looks like based on somebody else's design. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, that 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 comes to mind as well because that happens. I mean, on Man Plus, I just drew whatever I want. On Marvel, I can't because there are established characters. But uh, for example, on Avengers AI, the thing with Marvel goes like this: I need if if Spider Man is on the book, or if Captain America is on the book, or whatever character they are that establish it, he has a, a costume that he's using right now that I need to reproduce like it is. I can do a little tweak, something in my style, but something small because you want the characters to be recognizable across the books. And that's perfectly understandable. And uh, so I go with that, no problem at all. Everything else that is created on purpose for the book, I always got uh, a lot of freedom from Marvel. On Avengers AI, I mean, the shit that we did was pretty much crazy stuff all the time. For uh, I was talking about the Galactus bomb, for example, things like that. Uh, you know, it was Galactus basically with a lot of tubes and things like that around him, and he was someone changed him to become a, a huge bomb, but like an atomic bomb. But there were more things on on. Uh, I, I redrew actually for that book. I redrew the designs for Vision and uh, other characters, Victor Manch, Victor. I forgot his last name. Uh, all the characters. Yeah, I, I got you. All the it's gone. I, yeah. All the characters I designed for that. And when a, a character appears that is already well established, I need to use him. But I got some freedom from, from Marvel as well for the, the back stuff. Even now on Spider-Verse, I've been drawing some stuff that you will see on, on issue two that's already up there. And on issue three, that is a lot of fun. And I have some, some freedom to do some some... Some good stuff. Um, are you uh, Spider Verse is is, is a, a limited series with with Secret Wars? Is that right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's that's uh, what's like out there. Yeah, five issues or something total. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Um, are you already? Uh, have you planned to do an, another Marvel project yet, or are you gonna step back a little bit, work at, work on some more Man Plus, or what, what's kind of your plans after after Marvel since I already done Man Plus? Um, it's kind of, I, I can talk very much about it because I haven't, uh, the schedule isn't set yet for me after that because I'm trying to sort some things out. You know, I had a couple of uh, opportunities coming up that I don't know if they are going to move forward or not. I also have migrated on stuff that's always on, on the making, on the background, and on the free time that I have. And after that, uh, I still don't have anything scheduled with Marvel, but um, we'll, we'll see what will happen. For now, I don't have anything that I can announce yet. I, I'm, I'm going a bit with the flow for now. And is, if the flow doesn't take me anywhere, I have... Um, I will have the migrated on stuff on the next couple of months to develop. I have a bunch of projects, really lots of ideas. I've, I was just drawing something yesterday about that anthropomorphic fantasy thing. I just 
tweeted something, an image of a of it. And uh, you know, I have a lot of stuff to to work on. I still haven't chose what to do. I, I know there's a lot. There's so much secretive stuff in comics, especially when it comes to the big two. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I know every time I ask that question, I'm going to get, well, you know, I got this thing, but I can't tell you. And I got this thing, but I can't tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's tough for, for us too, because we want to talk about it, but there's not so much that you can say. You also want people to find out on, on, on the books and you want to let the, the publishers make their own announcements and give the room for them to do that. You need to, to take a step back and just take it easy because it's easy to, to, it would be easy for, to tell a lot about a lot of stuff, but in the end, you would be spoiling and just screwing with uh, someone else's plans. <laughs> I know it, it always guts me, but it's like a it's a special yeah, yeah. secret no, it's, organization. It's, <laughs> it's it's a bit frustrating at times, yeah. <laughs> um, so just kind of heading towards wrap up here. Uh, for mm -hmm. anybody that hasn't heard me raving about Man Plus before, or hasn't heard of the book or or anything like that how would you how would you describe uh man plus to somebody um who you know sees that awesome cover and is not sure what it's about okay man plus is uh, i mean i was talking about all of those concepts you know man and technology and bro the books that i that i read and things like that but you know you have what you have in your hands is a comic i believe it has a lot of cool things happening you know a lot of action scenes and cyborgs and androids and so forth and there's a lot of substance too you know if you want to dig in if you want to think a little bit about it you will have something to to do the synopsis is pretty simple to understand for the first issue and sets up the story and it's it's just a, an android that appears uh stumbling on a street and it looks it doesn't look well looks malfunctioning something like that and then all of a sudden is uh, uh, cyborgs come after it, and there is a, a shooting, and uh, people people die and things like that, and the android disappears, and then comes the the police team that goes on investigating investigating what the android is doing out there and what's the origin of the conflict, why were cyborgs pursuing it, and it takes off from there, and it goes on with a lot. I think that it has a lot of a lot of cool action scenes and good set pieces. I planned it very carefully. You know, all the action scenes and set pieces are planned with a lot of care and layouts and drawn with a lot of uh, details to make sure that you can follow the action properly. And I think that it has a lot of substance as well, you know, with uh, all the, uh, the themes that I was talking about, particularly men and technology, which is on the cover of the first issue. And uh, I guess if you like, if you want to, to talk about references is if, if you like Akira, if you like uh, Ghost in Shell, if you like Blade Runner, you're going to enjoy this book. I think you just got a bunch of people that are going to want to read it now, just saying those three. Um, but hey, I think uh, I think we're almost out of time here. Um, I want to just, I'm, I'm going to add it to the to the page uh, that we post this on, but just real quick, uh, mm -hmm. where can people find you like on Twitter and, and, and Facebook and stuff? Oh, on on Facebook, I don't have a a public page. I just have something to to be in touch with my friends. But I am on Twitter at uh, e e r d n a, which is basically my name backwards, and then followed by an eleven. So e r d n a eleven, or you can find me on Tumblr just by typing my name, which is the my page is Andrea Lima Araujo 
www.tumblr.com and uh, on DeviantArt I have a terribly uh, out of shape page that I need to get going someday <laughs> again because it's it's a nice community there and uh, that's it I'm oh and Instagram as well Andre Limaruj as well my name I'll have to follow you on Instagram I don't think I I don't think I knew you had that um, oh, come around. <laughs> I, I really appreciate it, uh, Andre. I, 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 you know, you've always been really supportive of us. Uh, I've always really, really loved your work, so it, it always works for me when uh, when you agree to do stuff. Uh, you know, talk to me or or anything else. Um, I really, really look forward to Man Plus. Um, I hope that you send me more PDFs because I'm impatient as all hell. Uh, <laughs> I'll, keep, I'll keep feeding you with them, and let me thank you as well because you have also been you guys at All Comics. Dot com have always been very supportive, you know, with that interview back then and now this this um, this podcast. I really appreciate you taking the time and and uh, having this chat with me. It's very appreciated because we for for a creator on comics and for this just spread the word about the book. I've only worked for Marvel so far and I don't have a lot of followers and I, my career is kind of short so far. So an opportunity to talk in a podcast like this and talk a little bit about the, the book and about the creator own stuff that I'm doing and getting the message out there is very much appreciated. So thank you very much. Uh, well, hey, thank you. Um, like I said, uh, I love the book. I will uh, definitely get a early review up as soon as I find some time. We're kind of in the process of uh, this big thing that we're adding to the site. So I'm kind of taken away from all that shit, but uh it'll happen we'll get it up uh, okay, no problem man i'm going to uh you know shout it from the rooftops man I, I i love it i love it i look forward to more but you know sometimes publishers offer early reviews and there's an early review already out there for another page big comics page i think they did an early review and sometimes they offer the exclusives and i don't know exactly how that deal is going on just just let me know and i'll, I'll clear that up for you yeah no worries i don't think i don't think titan likes us very much so that's probably a good idea yeah, <laughs> I like you so. No I appreciate problem. it, man. I'll uh, I'll no give me some time and I'll write it up and uh, I'll yeah, yeah, I'll, no, I'll read take, it again take your and time. enjoy it. Just in case it, it, you you have it ready before the book comes out, just let me know, okay? Yeah, that's it. I'll send I'll, I'll send you it to you first. I mean, we never do spoilers or anything, so that's not a concern. But okay, okay, okay I'll send yeah. I'll send it your way and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm. Okay, man. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you. Very much.